Hey, Generation Church, we welcome you and invite you to encounter Jesus with us. We believe that through him, we will encounter love and discover our purpose. So take a seat, lean in, and let this message fortify your faith. You know, um, today, what I'm going to share on is called supernatural joy. Because there are times in our walk with the Lord when we are suddenly surprised with joy. We're surprised by joy. Because we can be going through a lot of challenges and struggles. And it just feels like we're in a battle. And we're waging war. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of it, there's this sweet release of joy that breaks open your heart in a way that you begin to laugh. You begin to cry. You begin to leap and dance. You begin to feel strength come into your heart. And that's a, a, a beautiful gift that, that the Holy Spirit is willing to give us, those that are laboring and, and are travailing and are, are believing for a breakthrough. And then all of a sudden, we don't know, you don't know when it's going to come, but the Holy Spirit brings the release. And there's an anointing that breaks the yoke. And we had a sister who was up here today. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I ask today that you would surprise people with the oil of joy. I prayed that. And next thing I know, she's up here. She's, she's crying out. She's weeping. And, and she's lifting her hands unto the Lord. And there's such a... a uh, an outpouring of joy in her heart. And um, I just, I went back to her and I said, so were you surprised by the joy that came upon you? She says, yes, I was in a battle for two weeks dealing with a major, major issue. And all of a sudden the joy of the Lord came upon her and there's the release. And really what that signifies is that you have there's a witness in your spirit that you have the victory. There's a breakthrough. There's a mighty outpouring that's come forth. And the Lord has gone before you. He's heard the cry of your heart. And by his mighty power, he's brought about the victory. So there's a shift in your heart. And all of a sudden, you're just like, you feel the release. And it makes you want to laugh. It makes you want to cry. It makes you want to dance. It's, it's, it's unexplainable because really it doesn't make sense when you're going through the battle of a, of, of a trial and you're fighting and you're declaring the word of the Lord and you're interceding and you're believing big and you're trusting in him with all of your heart. And it's like, Lord, it just can it get any worse? And then suddenly there's the oil of joy that drops upon you and the Holy Spirit brings the release which witnesses to your heart that you have the victory that Jesus won the battle and so I share that because I, joy is a wonderful wonderful aspect of the Holy Spirit that is a gift to every soldier of the Lord it is a soldier's reward the joy of the Lord is ours, and it gives us strength. 
But as we are in the full armor of God, as soldiers of the utmost high God, and we're fighting the good fight, enforcing the victory on this earth, because that's what we're doing. We're enforcing the victory of the cross in the here and now. And we're saying, on my watch, we're going to see the victory. And as we stand in the victory, there's a beautiful kiss from the Holy Spirit that comes to a fighting warrior of the Lord, a soldier of the Lord. And that is, you're surprised by the gift of joy. It comes upon you, it fills you, it, it, it just releases within you this incredible release of joy and it gives you the ability to keep going on it gives you the ability to stay in the fight it gives you the ability to keep pressing on and not giving up for all the the stuff that's going on around you and i was so struck this week by a podcast that i listened to by heidi baker anybody heard of heidi baker she has a ministry in in mozambique and in mozambique Their ministry alone feeds over 42,000 children every day. Talk about logistics. I mean, come on. And and she says, you know, and I I hate, and she's on the podcast. She says, right before she got on the podcast, she said these, they call them killer rats. They're big rats. And she says, oh, I hate rats. And she says, I'm having to deal with rats, and I'm having to deal with all kinds of things. And she says, I had to call my, my assistant to come along and kill this killer rat. And then she said, now I'm ready to do a podcast, you know. So I was like, you know, she's so funny. She's so real. I mean, she's not religious in any way. And, um, but she said that her ministry, though, has endured such hardship this last year. Because al Shabaa or whatever his name is, he's the head of the Muslim faction that's uh, really invading you know the northern regions of Mozambique um, they are they are taking the children and and basically having them recite certain things from the Quran if they do not recite those things they will behead them or crucify them she has 500 members on her team and she said of, of 500 members some of her key leaders her key leaders, and one in particular, she said, he's lost his children because of this Muslim group that is, that is terrorizing the region and coming against the Christians. And, and, she said, and, and she says, we weep. We weep. We weep with them. We cry with them. We shed tears with them. Because these are our brothers and sisters in the Lord whose children are choosing to not deny the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're standing there believing in the victory of the Lord, and they're being martyred. And, and so she said, we, we wept with our, our one of the main leaders because his children were, were martyred. And as they were weeping, and as they were weeping and crying, she said, then all of a sudden, she said, I know this doesn't make sense. She says, it actually seems, it's, it's, it's nuts. But she said, in the midst of the weeping and the wailing and the crying, the Holy Spirit poured out joy. In the midst of the difficult situation, he poured out 
the oil of joy. And she said they began to, to, to laugh and, and to cry and hold each other. And it was just this oil of joy that brought healing to their hearts that were broken over what they had been experiencing in their situations in life. I know it doesn't make sense to get joy when you're in the midst of the greatest war battle of your life. But that is what I call a soldier's reward. We have a joy set before us. We're going to one day see our maker. We're going to one day be with him in glory. And that's a joy, a hope that we have for our future. But there's also a joy in the here and now that the Holy Spirit releases in the hearts of people that helps them to continue to press on. So I'm praying today that many in this room, if not today, in the very near future, that you'll be surprised by joy. You're going to be surprised by joy. You know, you might be, you might be trying to figure out, how am I going to raise all my support to go on the mission field? How am I going to, to deal with this conflict that I'm having with my spouse? How am I going to deal with all that's going on? And in the midst of it, you're going to feel this release of a breakthrough as joy comes upon you. And your heart will just be, lift so light, so so light in the midst of all that you're going through. It doesn't make sense, but it's just a gift. So all I want to encourage you with right now is receive it. Receive the joy. Receive the joy. And in that, you're not being joyful because of your circumstances. You're in joy because it has been poured out in your heart and it, and, and it helps you to endure it helps you to press on. So the oil of joy is meant for those, really, it's a special gift for those that are suffering. For those that are going through suffering and they're going through struggles. The scripture reads that, that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Now his joy was the thought of having you. There was a joy in his heart of knowing that he was going to buy you. That his blood was going to buy you as the most viable individual that heaven has ever seen. He wanted to give his father a reward. And that was you. And that filled his heart with such joy of knowing that, that what he was getting ready to endure didn't even compare to the value of you. And in that, it gave him this incredible strength to press through it. But also, I believe that the joy of the Holy Spirit was there for him to help him to endure what he was getting ready to go through. And so in that, it was a joy that he had. And I know it doesn't make sense, even in the midst of all of the suffering that he went through. But it gave him the strength. Because what does the scripture say about joy? The joy of the Lord is what? Your strength. Joy gave him supernatural strength to go to the cross and to die for you. 
In this last month, I've gone through uh, some trials that have been very intense and very hard. And, and for about two weeks, I travailed in prayer. And I was declaring the word of the Lord over my situations. And I was standing firm in the full armor of God. And I was fully armed, declaring the word in faith and trusting with all of my heart that the Lord was going to bring about the victory. And I was in a a time of praying in the spirit, praying intensely over a situation And I'll never forget as I was sitting in my chair and as I was praying and I was just thanking the Lord for the victory, all of a sudden in the midst of the trial, the Holy Spirit poured out joy upon me and I found myself laughing. I found myself so filled with joy that I was so grateful because I had a witness in my spirit that I had the victory. There was a witness in my spirit that the victory had been won in the the heavenlies. And even though I didn't see things in the natural, I knew in my heart the victory of the Lord manifested himself in power on my behalf. And the joy of the Lord filled my heart, and I started laughing. I started crying. I remember I ran into the kitchen, and I looked at Eliza with tears in my eyes, and I said, we have the victory. The breakthrough has come. And I knew in my heart that it was done. That the enemy had been defeated. That the victory of the cross defeated the enemy's plans and brought about a beautiful victory for me. As I stood in faith in his word. And I declared it over over myself. And I declared it against the enemy. The powerful release came. And I don't know. Have you guys been in such an intense difficult season and 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 where you're you just feel wound up like you're just tight as whatever and all of a sudden there's just this release it's like whoo boy you feel like the plug has been pulled i mean it was like oh my gosh (laughs) you know it's pulled and you're like oh my gosh hold me up but it's just wonderful because the enemy schemes are defeated So in the midst of the trial, there can be a joy that's available that will carry you through it and will sustain you. There's a joy that is unspeakable, unthinkable. So how do you receive this supernatural joy? That's the question. How do you position yourself to receive joy to help you as a soldier of the Lord? To continue on. Well, you know, we don't have to go look for trouble. Because it's all around us, right? I mean, come on, it's everywhere. So, but when the trouble starts knocking on your front door, it's then that you have the beautiful opportunity to receive the oil of joy that will sustain you through the trial. So there are times when the scripture says in Psalm 30, verse 3, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. There's an element where you're weeping 
and praying and identifying, even with other people. You know, we need to weep with those that weep. We need to cry with those that cry. Those that are, that are in pain, we need to um, bear one another's burdens. And there's an element where the body of Christ, we need to come alongside each other and stand with each other in the struggle and be there for each other. And then there's this moment that weeping has been done and then there's joy. The Holy Spirit releases joy because there's an element where we're identifying, you know, Jesus, when he stood over Jerusalem, he wept over Jerusalem. Jesus wept, the shortest verse in the Bible. And he wept over Jerusalem. He said, oh, how I long to gather you like a mother chick and gather you under my wings, but you just did not want to be under my covering, my protection. But as we weep with those that are going through maybe even a dark night of the soul, there will be a witness in your spirit that a victory has come forth and joy is released into your heart. James 1.2 says this. If we could bring up this scripture verse, James 1.2. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. Experience. See your trials, your struggles, your difficulties as opportunities to receive joy. It is a gift. Receive it. I love Christmas. I love gifts. I love to give gifts. I, I, I wish I could have, I've told my children, before I go home to be in glory, I do want to have Christmas one time that will last a whole week. We'll give gifts every day. It's going to be a big one, but I don't care. It's going to be fun. And, but there's a gift that the Holy Spirit wants you to have. It's a gift. It's a soldier's gift. It's a soldier's reward to receive joy. We need joy. We need breakthrough. We need God's power to manifest in our lives in such a way that God gets the glory and that people see that we're not always walking around. We're not always have to be so like we just ate a lemon, you know? Let there be some joy in your life. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. And I, I realize that I don't want to minimize anybody's struggle, but... There comes a time when it's, when it's time to party. It's time to get some joy. Come on. I mean, I know it doesn't make sense. What do you mean? I'm, I've, just, I've, just, I've just gone through this, and you say, be happy? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But it's just a gift. So turn off your brain and just receive it, you know? It's like, so there's keys to receiving the fullness of joy as a soldier of the Lord. And I want to share these with you. The first one is this. You must receive the Word and the Spirit into your heart. You must receive the Word 
into your heart. 1 Thessalonians 1, verses 6 through 8 says this. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much tribulation, with the joy of the Holy Spirit. The enemy does not want you to hide God's word in your heart. He does not want you to believe in the power of his word. And receiving his word into your heart and believing it, God's word is substance. God's word is the very essence of who he is. When you read the scripture, it's God. And in that, you're receiving life. You're receiving power. You're receiving the ability for God to have something to work with. As a soldier of the Lord, if you're not hiding the word of God in your heart, you're not giving God anything to work with in your life. Get the word stored up in your heart. God's word is his instruction manual for every soldier. You've got to have his word hidden in your heart and have it go in fertile soil as you believe and trust in his word. Because what is happening here is that Paul is preaching the word to the Gentiles because the religious Jews didn't want to receive it. And they blasphemed God. And the Gentiles were celebrating, but it says that you have received the word in much tribulation with the joy of the Holy Spirit. What is the enemy doing at this moment? He does not want that word to get into their hearts because that is the very thing that's going to overcome him. It is the very thing that will destroy him. Because how did Jesus deal with the enemy? When the enemy came in like a flood, attacked him in the, in the wilderness, what did Jesus do? He said, it is written. He just said, it is written. He just spoke his father's word and is written. And that is the thing that defeated the enemy. And this is our instruction, is to have the Word. But if you don't know the Word, you don't have anything to give God to work with you. Because this is the key. He's committed to performing His Word. It will not return back to Him void. So He's committed to accomplishing His Word on the earth. And how is His Word released? It's released through your mouth. As you declare the word over your situations, over the enemy, as you declare the word, it will release the power of God and it will defeat the enemy. As I was travailing in the Lord and praying over my situations, declaring the word of the Lord, it was God's power that was backing me and flowing through me to defeat the enemy. Because it's the word that crushes him. And so in that, let's look at James 1.21. So this is why we abandon everything morally impure and all forms of wicked conduct. Instead, with a sensitive spirit, we absorb God's word, which has been implanted within our nature. For the word of life has power to continually deliver us. Do you see that? It's his word that is the power that will continually deliver you out of the snare of the trapper. Out of, out of the lion's mouth. It will deliver you out of the lion's den. It will deliver you when you've gotten yourself in a pickle. And you realize, oh my goodness, I've really done it now. It's God's goodness and mercy that will follow you all the days of your life. He's going to help you. 
But give him something to work with. Give him his word back so that he can release it that it might perform what it's been destined to do. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says this, For this reason we also constantly thank God that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. So we have the witness of the word being released in power to those that believe it. Not just receive it, but believe it. So the one thing that the enemy doesn't want you to do is to receive his word in faith into your heart and declare it. Because it's like, uh-oh, the gig is up now. we got to leave this guy. we got to leave this woman. We can't, we can't torment them right now anymore. Because God's power, his word is being released, and he defeats the enemy over your life. Look at Isaiah, well, Isaiah 55, 11 says this. So also will be the word that I speak, God's saying this, it does not return to me unfulfilled. This is what he says. This is in the Passion Translation. My word performs my purpose and fulfills the mission I sent it out to accomplish. God is saying, I'm going to back my word. I said it, you can take it to the bank. I am going to accomplish what my word is destined to perform. So that's when, when we're reading the word, this is substance. This is God breathed. This is your roadmap. This is your warrior's manual. This is all that you need to defeat the enemy is God's word. Standing on his word will defeat every attack against you. As you believe it with all of your heart. I mean, this is what we read in the parable of the sower. I mean, the word is going forth. The seed of the word is going forth. And what is the enemy doing every single time when the, when the seed is being sown? He's going after it. Because he does not want it to get into your heart so that you believe it. Trust in him so that that word might defeat him. So he's going after the word quickly. He does not want you to receive it. So hide it in your heart and believe it. And allow it to go into written, into uh, fertile soul. Secondly, the, the, the other aspect of this is you must receive the Holy Spirit. Welcome the helper to come into your life. Receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Make room for him. Each morning, say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to Him. Be led by Him. Be filled by Him. So that He might flow through you. The Holy Spirit is going to be the power source that is going to manifest God's Word in your life. You know, if we, just, if we just stand on the Word without the Spirit, I've heard it said that those that are just, they don't want this Holy Spirit, they don't want the Spirit of God. If you just want the Word, you might dry up. And then there's those that just want the Holy Spirit. And those are the ones that might blow up. 
But if we have the Word and the Spirit, you're going to grow up. You've got to have the Word and the Spirit. We can't just stand on the Word. Well, I don't need the Holy Spirit. That's just a bunch of weird stuff. Well, He's the third person of the Trinity. It is who God is. He is a person in the Holy Spirit. Acts 2.38 says this. Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's a gift. Receive Him. Receive Him by faith. As you welcome and receive the Holy Spirit, He's like a friend in battle to you. He's like a friend that comes along your side to help you in the battle. And then there's a joy that He will release to you to help you to stand upon the Word, receive the breakthrough that, you, that you're so longing for, and to get the release in the Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit, what He does, it, He breaks the yoke. He breaks the heaviness. He breaks that pressure that is coming down upon you. He's able to break that and set you free. Acts 13, 48-52 says this, When the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord. And as many had appointed to eternal life believed, and the word of the Lord was being spread through the whole region. But the Jews incited the devout women of prominence and the leading men of the city and instigated a persecution against Paul and Barnabas. And they drove them out of their district. I love this. Paul is one cool dude. I mean, he's like, you guys aren't making any sense. But they shook off the dust off their feet in protest against them. And went to Iconium. And look at the next verse. And the disciples were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. I mean, come on. They're like, they were just persecuted. They were just driven out of town because they were preaching the word. And, and they weren't accepted at all. They were rejected. And it says in the midst of that trial, it says that they were continually filled with joy. Well, that doesn't make sense. I mean, come on. Have you ever been rejected and just, just no one wanted to be with you? I mean, and all of a sudden you get happy over it? I mean, joy is not the normal response to being rejected and being persecuted and being driven out of town. But this joy came as a gift by virtue of the Holy Spirit. So be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive the joy of the Lord. Church, we need sustaining faith today. There are many trials that we're going through. There are many difficulties that are happening right now. I imagine all of you could count about five on your hand right now. Things you're going through. Things you're having to wrestle with. If you're continually in this battle mode and 
and there's no let up? I mean, that's no fun. I mean, if you're continually feeling like you've got to fight and battle um, in war just to get any sense of peace, I, it, you're going to get worn out. And that's when you just need to, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like time out. Oh, joy. Yeah, joy. Well, it just doesn't make sense to have joy right now because, you know, I just, just lost my, my mom. But there's joy. You know, I went through a, a time when, when my mom passed away. It was one of the hardest things I ever went through. And it took me about a year to work through it. And, and I, I didn't understand why the grieving process was so challenging for me. I just got stuck. Uh, and I found myself, not intentionally, but holding on to my mom. I missed her, you know. I really miss my mom. And I remember we were, we were on vacation at the beach. And I said, Lord, I'm having such a hard time. I said, I don't know what's going on. And he spoke to my heart as I'm sitting there on the beach. Because I was thinking about my mom, because my mom, she loved the beach. It was her favorite place in all the world. So I'm sitting there thinking about her. And he said to me in my heart, he says, if you'll release your mom to me, I'll bring you the joy and the release that you want. He said to me this, in the releasing is the healing. In the releasing of my mom was the healing joy that I was to receive. And I remember sitting there on the beach, and I just started laughing. <laughs> I just started laughing. I thought, oh, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just was praising him. I mean, you know, I mean, people probably looking at me like, you know, what is going on with this guy? I'm at the beach, and I'm, oh, thank you, God. You know, I'm just, I'm worshiping God, you know, and I don't care what anybody thought, you know. When you were up here thanking the Lord for the release, you didn't care. You just had the release, and the joy of the Lord came upon you. Well, I got a release on the beach, and I was doing the happy dance on the beach, you know, and I didn't care, but I got the joy of the Lord. And there came such a beautiful witness in my heart, and I was able to let go of my mom. I didn't understand why I was hanging on, but I did. Didn't make sense, but I was. But I let go. Now, I get to see her one day, and I'm excited about it. But until then, I got to keep pressing on. I got to keep pressing on for the high calling that I have been given in Christ Jesus just as you've been given. We all have a high calling. We all are here on this earth as soldiers of the Lord simply doing this. You know what your job description is? To enforce, enforce, enforce the victory of the cross. The battle's already been won. You're just enforcing it. You're saying... We're going to see victory in every place of our lives. We're going to see victory in our families. We're going to see victory in our finances. We're going to see victory in the gospel going forth 
and bringing souls into the kingdom. We're going to see the victory of the Lord bring healing to relationships. You're going to enforce the victory. And there is such incredible authority given to a believer in Jesus Christ. Because you're not only sitting in that chair today, you're actually sitting beside Jesus in heavenly places right now. In the mind of God, when you woke up this morning... You were actually sitting beside Jesus because you're joint heirs with Christ. Ephesians 2. When you were dead in your trespasses and sin, He rose you from the dead. The, he resurrected you from the dead and seated you beside His Son. And He's sharing His authority with you. He's, it's shared authority. He says, my authority I've given unto you. And you know where Jesus is above? He's above all rulers and authorities and powers and principalities. Jesus is sitting above all of the rules, authority, power, and dominions that are on this earth. He's sitting above it. Well, guess where you're sitting? You're sitting above. You're sitting above all powers and authority you're sitting above all of the enemy's plans so you got a really good view people you know it's always good to get the high ground when it comes to battle you want the high ground right jimmy so you got the high ground and god the father is so pleased that you're sitting beside his son but what the enemy is trying to do is get you out of your seat. He doesn't want you to realize the authority that you've been given in Christ Jesus. And as a soldier of the Lord, when you declare and decree a thing, it shall be established. So in that, when you're dealing with the enemy, it's not like, oh my gosh, am I going to win this battle? I don't know. He's pretty tough. No. No. He has no authority. The only authority he has is the authority that you've given him because you're afraid of him. You can't be afraid of the enemy. So in that, as you are seated with Jesus in heaven, this is in the mind of God. This is your spiritual position right now. I know that chair feels really nice and cushy, but I'm telling you what, your chair up there is a lot better. And in that, you are there as a soldier of the Lord, administering and enforcing the victory of the cross here on this earth. Until you meet Jesus, you're going to get the Lamb's reward on this earth. You're going to get the Lamb's reward by fighting for souls, by being on the mission field, by going and sharing good news to those that are, that are lost in darkness and need hope. And in that, you have such authority as a soldier and and see you know what defeat is not an option because it's not even in god's equation he's already won the victory's been won even though you see the struggles out there jesus said in this world you're going to have trouble but the overall battle has been won so stand firm in me now and put on your whole armor so when we receive the word into our heart the second aspect of that is, is to receive the Holy Spirit. But you know what? When you put on the Word, you're putting on the belt of truth. 
around your waist. You're putting on the, uh, the, the girdle of truth. What is the truth? You're basically putting around your waist the Word of God. And you're standing in it. And you're believing it. You're, you're girdling up. You're, you're, you're basically you're saddling yourself up for a good ride. So you're putting on the Word. Well, when you put on the breastplate of righteousness, which is your second part of your armor, what is the breastplate of righteousness? Simply put, the breastplate of righteousness is that you're obeying the word that you put on your belt. You're obeying the word that you put around your waist. So that when you have an impure thought, you're going to think upon those things that are right, those things that are pure. You're going to be intentional to obey the word that you just put around your belt. And therefore, you then are able to walk in the fullness of the righteousness of Christ because you're obedient Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey me. You'll obey my commands. You'll obey what is written. In that, we show him our love and our desire by obeying his word. And that empowers a lifestyle of joy. When you know you're right with God, there's a joy that fills your heart. When you're in sin, how do you feel? You feel awful. But when you're obedient to the Word of God and you're listening to the Holy Spirit, you are filled with joy. And there's nothing that can come against you. But when you stumble and fall and you're in the pig pen, it's hard to get the joy of the Lord when you're in pig mud. So get cleaned up and receive the Lord. So secondly, the second component, I'll be real quick, I don't rep, is when is when you put on the whole armor of God, I've already shared that, um, is you simply, it's just obey what is written. Obey the word. You know, it's easy to say that, but then when you're alone and no one sees you, are you obeying what's written? Even though we don't see you, he sees you. And we got to realize that a soldier's command, as Paul told Timothy, he said, endure, endure the fight as a good soldier of the Lord. You can't allow chinks in your armor by your disobedience and allow arrows to come and penetrate you. You've got to obey the word. If it says have no impure thought, have no impure thought. If you're thinking upon things that are not right, Think upon the things that are right. It's just, it's beginning to train your mind to be obedient to the word and to receive the, the reward that comes by obedience. John 15, 7 says this, But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. You know, there is such a joy that comes to those that have prayers that are answered there's a joy that comes when when all of a sudden you've been in labor and praying over a situation and the lord comes through and mightily answers the cry of your heart you know i was so blessed when uh as we labored in prayer over over my son and their need of a of a car and and praying over that and the lord supernaturally 
blesses them. I, I was filled with such joy. I was like, I mean, God, you showed off and showed off on this boy. And it was so beautiful just to watch it. And it's just brought my heart such joy because there's answered prayer. That releases joy is answered prayer. And then verses 10 and 11 says this. And when you obey my commandments, well, there it is. You remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love. I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Woohoo! Come on. Your joy is going to overflow as you, as you make your petitions and requests before the Lord in faith, believe His word, and also obey His word. He's saying that's the making of something great. And I'm getting ready to release an unexpressible, unimaginable joy into your life. So answer prayer releases joy into your lives. And the last thing I want to share with is trusting him. Turn to 1 Peter 1.8. It's funny we just don't say that anymore because I'm so used to realizing people all got it all on their phones, you know, don't turn to your Bible, just go to your phone. So 1 Peter 1.8, you love him even though you've not seen him. And though you do not see him now, you trust in him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. One aspect that will release a surprise of joy in your life as a gift is you're going to trust him. You're going to trust him that even though you don't see the breakthrough in the natural right now, you're going to trust him that the word that you sent forth through your mouth is going to accomplish the purpose for which it was intended for. You're going to trust him that there's going to come a victory because the victory has been won, but you're going to see it manifest in your situation. Trusting the Lord um, is not always easy. I, Rocky said it so well today. Sometimes it's hard to surrender and let go and trust, you know, because sometimes we want to be in control. We want to fix things. We want to make things right. And sometimes it's just hard to release it and trust the Lord that he's going to take care of it. There's no better hands that can be in than in his hands and not your hand. Just release it and trust him with all of your heart. And don't try to figure it out. But just trust that he's a good father. And his word is going to accomplish what it's been destined to do in your life. And Romans 15, 13 says this. Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing, uncontainable joy. Isn't that uncontainable joy? Come on. I'm not talking about just joy, joy. Uncontainable joy. And perfect peace as you what? Trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. There's a beautiful thing that happens when one surrenders everything to the Lord, even in the battle. You know, because we kind of feel like if we surrender, we're kind of giving up. You know, if I don't, if I don't put my shoulder into it a little bit, then nothing's going to get done. 
but we're to surrender and trust Him with all of our heart. And there's a weight that can be lifted off of you, and you're able to receive an unimaginable joy. You know, sometimes it really is hard to let go of being in charge. But he wants you to have an open hand. He wants you to release it and give it to him, the very thing that you're struggling with. And when you finally choose to let go and release that unto the Lord, it is then that you're going to experience And it's going to surprise you because it's not going to happen when you think. You know, the Holy Spirit is not predictable. It's not like you, it's not like a slot machine. You do this, all of a sudden you get this. He's like, he's God. And when he wants to move on your life with joy, it's up to him. So you just need to wait on him and trust him that he's going to release this supernatural joy. But it's going to bring such healing. And the weight that you've been carrying is going to lift off of you. I prayed to the Lord before today's service that he would touch people and surprise them with joy. The joy of the Holy Spirit. I'm believing that he wants to release gifts today. I believe that he wants to release Gifts of joy in such a way upon your situations that you can, you can just go like that, that man that Peter looked at and said, silver and gold have I none. But what I do have, rise up and be healed. And what happened? I mean, he went leaping and dancing and praising God. There was a joy in his heart because Jesus touched him and healed him after so many years so I'd just like for us all to stand and if we could have even some of the prayer team come on up come on up front I um, I, I feel like the Lord does want to impart joy into some of your situations and if you have been in the battle as a soldier and you have been wrestling with a a big issue in your life, and you haven't yet experienced joy, I believe the Holy Spirit wants to release such a gift in your life right now that you're able to just experience something from Him that is a gift. You can't fully describe it. I can't quantify it. But joy is a gift from the Holy Spirit to you. So, Father, I ask now in the name of Jesus that by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will come upon those in this room that are needing a release of the gift of joy in their life. I'm asking, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint them and break the yoke over them. I'm asking, Holy Spirit, that you would move and brood over this, over this congregation and that there would be such a joy go forth that there would be laughter, that there would be uh, 
exhilaration that there would be such a, a euphoric feeling of knowing that the battle has been won. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you for this wonderful church. And I'm asking, Holy Spirit, that you would visit your people with the gift of joy. Surprise them with joy this day. And I thank you, Lord, as we trust in you with all of our hearts. You're a good father who loves to give good gifts. It was your desire to give the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Father, and I praise you. So, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just now move upon your people and let these wonderful surprises rest upon your people. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I felt like there were some here that have been through a real season of, of a battle and warfare. And the Lord wants to give you what is called, I feel like the Lord told me, a soldier's reward. A reward of a soldier is joy. It's joy. A soldier's reward is joy. So some of you today just want to get some encouragement and receive joy right now, even though I know probably doesn't make sense. Um, I want you to come forward and just receive from the Lord. And just receive a gift from Him. Receive joy. If you've been in a battle and you don't know if you can make it another day, you're a good candidate to get up here and receive some joy. So, Father, I pray now you would bless and keep each and every one this day. Lord, you'd make your face shine upon them. Be gracious to them. Lift up your countenance upon them and give them your peace. I thank you, Father, for your shalom peace. And I bless this church in Jesus' name with your peace. Amen.